14 of Games My Mom Found coming at you at on April 14, 2019. I am Mike Elberton. Who is with me tonight? Hey, it's me, DJ Copeland. A uh, guy with a microphone, Stefan JD. Yay! <laughs> and Stuart Hughes. And we can go ahead and cut this out. I just got to open that real quick. And... <laughs> no, that is staying in. Choose to leave that yeah, in. Yeah, that is staying in. Yeah, that is staying in. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. And since uh, we are all here. All over myself. That's definitely staying in now. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. I want to thank everybody for tuning into us and listening to us spill beer on ourselves. I'm assuming that's beer, not pop. What and that? this week we, are, we covered. Uh, <laughs> Coors Light then? Yeah. Okay. Yep, I was right. All right. <laughs> this week we are covering Shadow of the Colossus. Woo. <laughs> I finally played uh, this game after years. At long last. We review a true work of art. No more, no more slumming it with frickin' PC FPSs from 1994. <laughs> oh, before we get into it too far, we should all say what console we played it on. What version we yeah. played, since this game has a PS2, PS3, and PS4 version. Uh, right. I did PS4. I PS4, did PS4. Because the remaster is fucking great! Oh, <laughs> okay, you guys. All right. I'm the only one who played the actual original version then. I played yeah. the PS3 version, which is just an up-res of the original yeah. PS2 version. And uh, here's the yeah. thing. The PS4 version is actually like a tile-for-tile tile remake. It's yeah. so pretty. It's, so pretty. But it's not the same game. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> it's, it's basically... The, I mean, they add some stuff, but... Yeah, you know. but it's not... Here's the so thing, the they add some stuff, played... but it's one of those situations where they add some stuff, but you don't have to get it, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, and before we get too far, I just want to say, because I almost forgot to say this, there will be spoilers for Shadow of the Colossus, obviously, and even spoilers probably for the movie Rain Over Me with Adam Sandler. Yep. So you've been warned. Yep. All right. And maybe spoilers yeah. for the Shadow of Colossus movie, which is still technically in development? Yeah, sure it is. Oh, <laughs> wow, okay. I, like didn't even know, I didn't know that was a thing. Yep. I didn't either. That was. Uh, do you remember when they started announcing like they were going to do a Halo Two movie and a Bioshock movie? It was around that same time that they were like, "Hey, yeah. let's do a Shadow of Colossus movie." And um, big surprise, fucking sure. none of those took off. Literally none of them. Yeah, Halo well, got like well, forward under dawn, and that's about it. They they did do Assassin's Creed, which was so great if you oh, remember. God, yeah. <laughs> Never seen it, but I I love Assassin's Creed the series. So I the I've movie is like fine, but it's so fucking dumb. Like, at one point, a character <laughs> literally says the line, like, they're watching him jump off of something, and with no fucking, like, at, there's been no mention of this before. She just looks at the character doing this and goes, leap of faith, and it's like, what the fuck? You've never mentioned that up until this point. Like, that does sound terrible. <laughs> leap of faith. Okay. Leap of faith. All right, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take over. <laughs> anybody have any memories of this game before we picked it for the show? I know I played it. Back in the day when it came out in PS2, when it became a greatest hits, I picked it up. I got to the fourth Colossi, and then my friend's like, you can't use a guide. And I saw that big bird, the fifth one, and I'm like, and I turned off the game, and I never played again till the show. Anyone else? Okay. Well, apologies to your friend. I definitely used a guide for this game. Oh, don't be. I mean, oh, hey. wow. The funny yeah. thing is, the guy who told me that to not use a guide was the guy that was supposed to be on this episode, but unfortunately yeah. couldn't make it. But, oh, yeah. Uh... Some of us weren't so lucky to have guides back in the ancient times of 2005. 
Hey, hey, come on. GameFAQs was still around back then. Yeah, I played this game when it came out on PlayStation 2, and uh, I I played a pretty fair amount of it. I fucking love this game. And so I was super excited to get back into it for this. I mean, I I know the PS3 version, because from what I've heard, the PS3 version is the version to play if you want the real experience, because the PS3 version... Like as as DJ was saying, really, I mean, better, little higher res graphics, but it it doesn't. I've heard the PS2 version has a hard time chugging along during some of these boss fights. I mean, they had to cut out quite a bit of the game just to get it to run. So, oh yeah, yeah. like it it had some. Uh, they were like, I mean, as well made as this game was, I guess still is to the to this day. I mean, I guess it was it was far better made back in 2005, but. Like as well as it was made, like there's definitely a lot of stuff that they had to cut out just to get the game to to flow pretty smoothly. Oh, and this game is as he just said did come out in 2005. Was made by SCE Japan Studio Team Ico, as they're known as, or at least that's what it says right. on Wikipedia. Um, also came out in PS3, and and then we and then the other three of us played the PS4 version, which was released yep. in 2018, which was by... was remade by a completely different studio, Blue same... Castle, I think. It was the same people though, right? A lot of the same people. Um, it was it was a I think it was a completely different studio based in Texas. Hmm. Yeah, I thought yeah, uh... Blue Point, not Blue Castle, Blue Point Games. <laughs> before somebody's like, "You idiot!" You know, Armino Ueda was still on the remaster, though. I want to say, like all of Team Ico wasn't there, but I think I think Team Ico got bought by or got a uh, taken over by Sony Interactive, and I, they're the ones that made the remaster, right? Uh, probably. <laughs> we can. Someone can tell us if we're wrong. I'll do yeah. some in video. Someone definitely <laughs> will tell us if we're wrong. Yeah. People are good at that. All right. Well, we should start out with. I mean, I know there's a, there's a story to this game, but I didn't really. I mean, it doesn't really give you much of it. You you start out. You're the wanderer. You have no. You have a. You have a magic sword, and you go and bring a dead body into a into a castle. Essentially. Yep. And I mean, even right from the beginning, especially on the PS4, and this game just grabbed me because it's just so beautiful. And yeah. I mean, I mean, there's no, like, there's no, there's no English in this game. No Japanese. They're speaking some other foreign language, and they don't even talk that much. It's like a mix of like Japanese and kind of like native, like Hawaiian sounding. I guess. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like the language from a uh, Devil Is a Part Timer. If anyone gets that reference, I do not. I do not. It's a good show. Everyone should watch it. <laughs> oh wait no, no 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 no! i do know that show yeah the I, devil I've gets a job show, at mcdonald's yes. it, is, it is exactly like that language yeah it actually is kind of the same it's, it's exactly the same as that language. it's exactly the same yeah. that's the connection uh, between okay the guys watch the devil the, watch the devil is a part-timer it's, it's pretty good maybe we'll finally uh, get a season two i, uh, I don't okay. even know what you guys are talking about but okay uh, <laughs> oh. but no i mean like this game i mean you don't need much of a story you kind of you pretty much you go and you go from one colossi to the next, and the game just keeps unraveling. And you, I mean, you immediately after fighting that first colossi, you start seeing that there's something wrong here. That what you're doing, you ain't you ain't no hero in this game. Yeah, essentially, yeah. it's like a it's like a you're just going through the game one boss fight after another. Yeah, it's, that's 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 the whole game. That's uh-huh. what's remarkable about this, and and this is kind of the calling card of Team Eco in general is. Uh, their games are all very minimalistic. Like they take a gameplay framework and then they just strip out everything extraneous until just the bare essentials are there. And then they just yep. make, yeah. And then they just sort of 
sharpen and polish that into sort of the best version of itself. So it's the best arena. Hey, DJ, would you say they, DJ, would you say they were the bare necessities? No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> this isn't the Jungle Book game, Mike. Um, I was waiting. <laughs> as soon as you said bear, but uh, no. but this in in way in a way this game is kind of a puzzle game because because all the, all, the, all the boss fights are essentially puzzles uh, that you have to figure out. It in in a way it's basically like they looked at Legend of Zelda. And then they looked at the dungeon boss fights and then they were like, okay, this game, but only that. Like, <laughs> that's actually a really good way yeah. to put it. Yeah, yeah that's, that that's what this game is. And then Legend of Zelda looked at Shadow of Colossus for Breath of the Wild. They were like, yeah, let's do that again. <laughs> well, as basically, yeah, is yeah. they they looked at Shadow of the Colossus and they were like, all right, let's follow their example and strip out all the extraneous crap. And guess what? It worked. It's a brilliant game. Um, oh, yeah. It's it's yeah. great. I, I I really enjoyed playing through it for the first time. I had so much fun, except for two bosses. There were two bosses that made me swear a lot, but we'll get to that. Everyone has their two bosses that they love and their two bosses that they hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There there were this game can be I, I had sort of a love hate relationship with this game just in terms of playing it, because these controls are a little bit finicky. <laughs> they got some uh, jank on them. There's yeah. some, oh, yeah. some jank going on here. And, uh, you know, it's not entirely their fault because they they were they had to make a game where you're climbing on these giant things that move around a bunch. Yeah, and back in 2005, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is like before this is this is a full two years before we had anything like Mario Mario Galaxy, for example, where we had, you know, Mario running around on on planetoids, sphere planetoids and. That was the first time I think where a game did something something like that, and was, it actually felt okay. Was Mario uh, Galaxy a 2007 game? Yes, it was. <laughs> I can feel yeah, myself we're old, aging. We're old, we're old Stuart. Um, <laughs> if you had asked me, I would have guessed yeah. like 2012. Nope. Jesus. Nope. The Wii was already the Wii was already gone by that point. Oh my god. Uh, yep. Soak it in. Uh, anyway. Oh. Uh, so the sort of the, the fact that these are like really finicky sort of odd janky controls combined with the fact that it just takes a really long time to get some of these colossi to do what you need them to do. A very deliberate like, game. It's, it's, a, it's a very deliberate game, almost not almost to its detriment, I would say, because there were so many points where I would figure out what I had to do and then I would do it. And then at the last minute, I would have trouble with the controls or the camera and then I would fall off and then I would have to do the whole thing over again. It could take <laughs> like five minutes just to get back to the point I was at. This happened on probably most of the Colossi, I would say. You say yeah. that's to the detriment. I think that's to the, the benefit of the game. I think the game greatly... like I think that's a great advantage of the game is how slow and deliberate every movement is. Right. Where, like, if you mess the, up, you gotta do it again. Because if this but, game the, played the actual, fast at all, it would not work. The thing is, the actual challenge of this game, like the actual designed challenge of it, is purely in figuring out what to do. 
Yeah. Once you've yeah. done that, any sort of difficulty you have actually executing on it, I feel is a fault of the game. Like I, I disagree with that because I think it, I think it works in the favor of just like these colossi are. In case anyone doesn't know somehow about Shadow of the Colossus, the Colossuses are obviously giant towering monsters. Yeah, I think it really works with like, like it feels like, ha like having a lot of trouble getting onto a Colossus back. I think really works to making the scale feel just insane, and it really like it really puts you in the moment of like uh, you really got to think about what you're doing. I would argue that. If, like if you get thrown from the, um, I think you have a list as the like the the Phaedra, which is the horse Colossus, the fourth one you fight. That one oh, can just deer. like chuck you off. The one that I call deer. You no, know, he's a, he's yeah. definitely a horse, man. He's a horse. I don't know he's how definitely I got deer, a horse. But, oh, we'll go a horse. Horse makes more sense. A deer. <laughs> I, I was on a deer. deer. I, I was, it's a horse. <laughs> I was writing descriptions as I'd fight them, and I'd fight them like, okay. And I, I didn't mind that one since you brought the horse. Um, like, at first, I didn't know what to do. I had to look at I had to watch a video to kind of see that you had to go in the hole, get him to look in the hole, then run from a different side and jump on yeah. him. But, a lot right. of this game is, I, uh, yeah. like, you really got to explore your environment. And it you often, do. oftentimes, you get a chance to explore your environment before you fight the Colossi. Colossi. Um, yeah. Like, like one, there's three fights, I think, that just throw you straight into it. Right. But for the most part, yeah. it's like they're very slow. They're very lumbering. You get a lot of time to like really take everything in. Really it's only figure out couple. what you're supposed to do here. Yeah. I feel right. like some of those environmental cues could have been better communicated. Um, I think they could have taken more of a cue from Nintendo in like, the, you know, there are certain elements in the environment in these arenas that that you need to figure out you need to know how they work in order to uh or even that like they are a thing in order right. to <laughs> use them to take down the, the colossus and i and feel I, and... like i feel like this game could have benefited if they just took a few of those elements and like put them before the arena right you a know? perfect example would be i think it's colossus number 12 or something yeah. where like you're turtle. in a oh, lake yeah, it's, it's, it's one where you're, yeah, you're in a lake, and then you have to, yeah, go around his back. You have to get climb on up top on his back, him. and then on top of him, instead of like the normal weak spot, there are these like teeth coming out of his so, head. Yeah, you like prongs. Hit with his with your sword to make him move in that direction, and that's really cool. But I had to look uh, like I got up there. And I didn't even think to hit those teeth because there was nothing like in the game world that would tell me, oh, I have to hit that with my sword <laughs> to make him do a thing. The like, second uh, the second boss sets you up for that, actually. The bison, the big bull that you have to fight. Well, if, that... uh, when it raises its hand, like when it raises its feet, it has the same glowing, um, like the same glowing marker underneath his feet. Oh, yeah. And you, you hit those and it falls down. Shoot his feet so he falls I down. Did... I forgot about that. I didn't. But the, it doesn't look this. <laughs> I didn't see. See, to me, I didn't. The, the teeth, maybe it was because I was playing the PS3 version. Teeth didn't really glow or didn't really see it. Like, it didn't seem like a thing like, oh, you hit this with your sword. Like, right. so, I feel like there are things where they could have just put, they could have, like, had them sticking out of a wall before the, the, the uh, boss arena. 
it's, and just had them like open a door or something. This episode's like, gonna be a lot of us disagreeing. <laughs> I feel I just feel like there's there's places in this game where they could have been they just there could have been more intel like cues just could have been more intelligently uh handled. And See, I felt that is <laughs> gonna end up being like a like turns like a political debate. <laughs> and I'll tell you, Mr. Secretary. <laughs> I I like I thought that was pretty obvious. And that it was the only thing like that when you see the glowing bits on some monsters, that's like the first time you see that you're like, this is different. This is obviously different. I have to do something with that. So the first thing I thought was I got to climb on this thing's back. I did have trouble realizing I have to go around behind him. But I mean, when I was down below, I was just like, I can't get on him from the front. So I got to just swim around until I can find a way up. Right. right. I, but, I uh, didn't see it. Yeah. I wouldn't have known about the teeth unless I read the guide because I climbed to his head and I tried to stab his head and I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Because no every every previous boss, you get up to the head and you're supposed to stab the head. Yeah. I think it would have taken away from the game to have any kind of like like mirrors edge cues um, at all. I'm not I'm not saying like paint it purple. I'm yeah, saying, but just like any I'm kind saying, of cue whatsoever. I'm saying I think it take those elements. Mm-hmm. and put them into the actual world design before the boss so people can get a sense of how they work. And then and then you know, like, a, a great example of uh, a fight that actually does this really well, that actually lets you know... Um, another example of one that didn't work was um, Colossus 15, where you're supposed to get the, uh... up onto the wall on the side, mm-hmm. but you can't get up there because it's too high to jump. And what you're supposed to know to do is to lure him over to the side where the wall is the lowest and get him to step on the floor tile so it moves up just enough for you to jump off the raised floor tile and get on. The floor tiles are not brightly colored. Nothing about them sticks out. There's no indication that these floor tiles will lift up when he steps on them. And again, they could have... They could have just made that a puzzle before the boss room. They could have had these similarly patterned floor tiles that maybe you have to push a block onto to get them to raise up so you can keep going. And then once you get into the boss arena, you're like, okay, I know what to do. Once you realize that it's the same tile on the side. I, um, I always I really like that. Stuart on the... uh, well, right. here's the thing. There's, is there's one boss that does do this that where it works, where I didn't need a guide. It was one of the few times I did not need a guide. Uh, which was uh, Colossus number, I think it was, num- it's not number 12. I think it's number 14. Colossus number 14, which is the the bulldog. Yeah. Oh, where, I called him Little Lion. Yeah. I think uh, he actually rams everything. And at the beginning of that, oh, yeah, section, that's you have <laughs> Cerberus. You, you see that there is a very conspicuous looking like yellow pillar on its side. Uh, that's right. That's been knocked over. And then a little bit away from that is another pillar that's still standing. Well, I see again, I would have to disagree because I didn't even catch that that clue. Like I was well, totally in, lost on that boss it's incredibly, fight. It's incredibly subtle. You also it's, get yeah. hints. Like if you're really having if you're spending a long time in the fight, you get hints from uh Dorman. You do, and sometimes they do not help at all. I think I see. I think adding anything like that would have would have hurt the game in my eyes. Just because the game is so minimalistic. Like until you get to that boss fight 
what you're really doing is just soaking in the environment, which yep. I think yeah. is such a big part of this game because it's it is it is whether I it's not the, deny that at all. Yeah, whether it's the original but or the uh, PS4 version, it's every, so fucking beautiful. But like in every instance before you find find a Colossus again, there's like a hallway. There's like a little mini dungeon before each one. It's mm-hmm. nothing like an actual dungeon Sometimes. in like Zelda, but. What I'm saying is you they had an opportunity to put some of those elements into those sections. Again, don't have to make it super overt, but just put them in there so that the player has like has a conception for what these elements are before you put them in the boss battle. And then you have to like because there were so many of them where I just didn't even know that that was a thing. I think it would have. I think it would have made it too obvious. Like the the reason I like the game, and I know a lot of people that like this game that similarly like um like Dark Souls well, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it's it's cryptic. People yeah, like it's, cryptic. I it's get like that. you like you get into a fight and you really gotta you like you really gotta think about how you're gonna to do the fight. Right. Like uh, Argus, you can try to attack a couple times, but he's gonna he's gonna just wreck you. And so you're like. All right, I gotta like take a step back. I gotta really pay attention. And like when you start paying attention, then you get the um because I had trouble in Argus too because I couldn't quite remember, couldn't quite remember what to do. And I got the like, oh, you need to get higher, uh, somehow. And I was like, oh, I'll go like explore this thing. I think that I think the like ideal way of that happening is you're off. You can see the railing that you can grab because you've been able to grab those before. And while you're over there, Argus attacks you, and that's what makes you realize. I think that was like their ideal version of right what but that that doesn't really happen there there were boss fights where that did happen like colossus 11 uh does that actually does this very well there's another one of the ones where i didn't need a guide where you're in this little cavern where there are torches on the side there are these like big like torches mm. like almost all like these big wooden plinths that have torches on top of them and you try to fight this guy and what will inevitably happen is that he will knock you into like a little alley between the pedestal that has the torch on it and the wall. And then once you're in that little alcove, he will charge toward you, but he can't fit in there. So he hits the pedestal. And then when he hits the pedestal, he knocks a little torch off of it that has a flame on it. I never and then you're would. like, oh, that's important, and then you go and you pick that up, or you just like, climb on top of the brazier immediately. Right, you try, try to yeah, survey the room. If you're, if I'm you're surprised you like that fight because that fight starts with what, like a guaranteed I, hit every single time. What I, what I'm saying is that that fight takes place in a smaller arena where that is guaranteed to have. Like it's there's a larger chance that he will just run into it, and then you'll figure it out that way. Like. There, there are ways to do this because there are so many of these where you just like wander around forever and you're just like, what the fuck? Yep. I, don't, I like the difficulty of it. I like the like really, really having to put the time in and figure out what you're supposed to do. Right. And, just, and, and like, you know, again, this is this might be another one of those uh, instances where I <laughs> don't like that, mostly because I had to play this in a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. have the time. <laughs> That's the joys of what I started when, I, when we started this podcast. Yeah. Oh no! We, I, I, I what did we say before we're accidentally doing the uh, the fifty two games in a year challenge. Oh, that it wasn't exactly accidental on my part. Yeah. <laughs> I had 
I mean, <laughs> last year I beat 90, I think 80 or 90 games last year. Some of those are arcade games and shorter games, but I I can knock stuff out when I, because I usually just play through things quickly to beat it and move on, kind of thing. But that's another story. Um, but I'm no. going from my, like, six games a year to 52. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, like, number 11, the one you were just talking about, I had, my nickname for him was Raging Asshole Bull. Salosia. I, I, I hated that fight. I did not, I would not have known to climb up there to get the torch. And after I got the torch, I accidentally herded him down the wrong hole. Not yeah. not the far side, but on the left side. And then he just kind of was in, it was an issue and I had to restart because he just was. Oh, yeah. Back. There are, there are points where you can just sort of like soft lock the Colossi and yeah. then and then you're just kind of screwed. <laughs> that one actually that, was the lion, the Celosia, number yeah. 11. Yeah. Oh, they all have names, uh, don't they? Besides yeah. what I they do. Up. I don't think they're canon. Uh, yeah, they are. People have been like digging for lore from Shadow of Colossus since it came out and gotten pieces at a time. There's not, there's not much lore. I mean, yeah, you're really yeah. dropping into the world. I, you... I honestly feel like it fits the game better just to call them by their number. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, again, that's how is... like they were listed. I mean, the I guess, yeah, the names aren't canon. They're not official, but they're kind of like, yeah, because the they're not, they're no, point. you can't find them anywhere. They're not in the game. And it's not it's not like there's a novelization. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll like that's kind of another thing I like about Shadow of Colossus is that there's so little story. And yeah, for whatever reason, like most most times when you have a game or show or movie or something and there's no story, people are so desperate to add stuff to it that they'll do like a hundred different droves of like what could have happened. Yeah. Read, read fan fiction. But <laughs> I mean, this uh, game where the, this like, game. This game that has would, like a that very would ruin this game. The yeah. whole point of this game is that it's vague. Like well, this game ha- generally has a very well, for, uh, for what I've noticed is it has a very like structured, single-minded community where they have they have this unofficial canon for it, but it's so small. It's like just going off of. I mean, like how many lines of dialogue are even in this game? Like twenty, probably. Yeah. They just take those end. like yeah. They just take those like twenty lines of dialogue and have like worked them in such a way that makes sense for the story and makes sense with like the actual themes. And so while it's not like officially canon, it's kind of like the accepted story of what's going on. And it's not much more than the actual game. It's just like kind of putting everything in a timeline because the game does give you like little tiny bits. Like you get some dialogue in the beginning, you get some dialogue after uh, Colossus eight because after every four Colossi, something kind of changes in the world or with you specifically with wander. Yeah, and you, you get start like getting a little, a little uh, pale there. Yeah, you start to yeah. learn like a little bit more. Like that's like after the uh, usually like the first time I played this game, I did not notice after the fourth Colossus. I noticed after the eighth because you start to get really pale and your hair goes from yeah. light brown to like black almost. And it's like, oh, shit, something's wrong with me. <laughs> but yeah, no but... one mentions it. Well, yeah, I mean, there's black shit like shooting into you <laughs> yeah. every single time. They're heartless. And that's accepted to be the <laughs> 16. Uh, it was because Dormant makes a point to say, like, all I was split into 16 parts and you fight 16 Colossi. And yeah. so when you beat the Colossus, each Colossus, like, a bunch of black goo comes out of it and shoots into you. And it's uh, meant to be, it's, it's accepted as, like, oh, that's part of uh, Dormant that's being put into you. You're like a vessel for his dark yeah. soul. Yeah. Because, like, the only information. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Apparently he like uh, he has the power to bring back the chick that died. Who apparently I don't know if that's the girlfriend, is it, or the sister? 
it's kind I, of implied that you. You, know, you, you have no idea what her relationship yeah. to you was. Um, like, yeah. yeah. All, all you know is that she was sacrificed for some reason and he wants to bring her back. Yeah. Right. The implication is that it's kind of romantic. Like he touches her face when he puts her down. And it's... Yeah. And the impl- it's also implied that she was sacrificed by the same guys who chase you. Yeah. Lord Amon. Lord Amon. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Gotta stop you know, that blumbuck, woman. <laughs> I I do want to say the first Colossae that really like grabbed me when I was when I when I played this game younger that really made it stand out. When you get to the third one, I called him Swordman. But he's a giant. Swordman is great. Guy I love Swordman. Just a giant Colossae with a sword, yeah. and you have to make him punch, hit the ground, and you, you climb up the sword. Yeah, you have to make him like hit this little patch of concrete. Oh yeah. So that the uh, impact will. Uh, break the armor on oh, his yep. arm so you can climb up it. You can yeah. actually, um, you can kind of uh, cheese that, not cheese the fight, but you can kind of like make that fight way easier. There's a thing you can do where when he hits the ground, it'll send you flying up in the air and you could land on his back. Yep. <laughs> and you can take him down in like, I think like under a minute maybe. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. The speed, there's like speed runs of this game that are, one minute, like an hour and twenty six seconds. There's also a time attack. Minutes, I mean, a time attack. This mode after you beat it or mm-hmm. to this game, where you can yep. after to redo all the boss fights, see how fast you can do it, which I I didn't care about. Yeah, but, which gives you some yeah. unlockables too, because this is like a very replayable game in my mind, where you get like unlockables that reduce your damage and oh. like do more damage to Colossus. Which see that that seems almost superfluous to me to me because like yeah, but there's none of there's none of that in the actual like body well, of the game. There is the lizards, and there are the fruit yeah. trees that give you extra yeah. health, extra stamina. I never oh, found a single fruit tree. I like Me that you either. can, uh, if you get all the fruit trees, your health bar just becomes the bottom of the screen. <laughs> like it fills up the entire <laughs> bottom. That would have been nice, honestly. I would have appreciated that. I would have been a lot less fr- frustrated with this game. Some of the fights can really like just take you out without you realizing it. Well, for me, the raging asshole bull number eleven and number. At fourteen, he hit me a few times. A little, a little lion guy. Number fourteen. Once is... you get to the end, after you uh, knock over the last pillar, if you fuck up even for a second, <laughs> he can get you into a corner and kill you instantly. Like, oh, that didn't... <laughs> yeah, no, because because the way is what I fucking hated about that boss is that if he knock if he hits you, he takes out like a quarter of your health bar. And then you're like stunned on the ground for like six seconds, like a long time. Mm. And then the moment you are able to get up is exactly the same time that he's <laughs> able to attack again. Mm. Oh, so they, so he you just can still he, get him to uh, yeah. you can still get him to ram into the uh, sh- uh, collapsed pillars, and he'll still be stunned by that. Well, yeah, but. If he hits you once, if he hits you once, you're basically dead. Is what I'm saying. Mm. If yeah, he hits, just... if you, if he hits you once, you're dead. Gotta well, get you fall, fruits, son. The fall in this game is bad. Like if you get, if oh, you yeah. get hit, knocked down. I mean, he'll just lay down for a while and be like, I ain't, I ain't I'm done. Yeah, I ain't getting yeah. back in yeah. that fight. Yeah. It takes a good long while to recover. That's again yeah. that like goes into how deliberate the game is, though. Where yes. like you're I not. Agree. This isn't Dark Souls. This isn't Bloodborne, where you're you know, hacking and slashing your way through. Any like enemies, you are like it is, it is a slow game, it is monotonous, and Absolutely. it takes its time. And I think that makes it even more like just wonderful to me. It's 
you know, and I definitely, if I, even if I didn't always like that about this game, I definitely respect it. Like, mm. I, I get that that's what the vision was, and I doubt that this game would be the same if it weren't like that. Yeah. Um, so I am ultimately, ultimately glad that, 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 that is what this is. I just, I just wish they, man, I just wish they wouldn't shake quite as much because they're, sometimes it's kind of inconsistent. There are some inconsistencies here. Sometimes the same Colossus will barely shake around at all when you're on his head. And sometimes they'll shake around so much that you literally cannot get a stab at like ever. Yeah. There's some that are really, that can just be annoying. Yeah. So we say, uh, I should probably mention what everyone's favorite Colossus fights were, because I know I've got mine. Oh, my man. There were, there were a few that were really great. Um, um, 13 for me, the dragon. Most, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. The fan name. Like, just, just, that moment, just that moment where you're jumping off the horse onto his fin. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. That was that awesome. a, that's why the, that's most people's favorite fight in this game, which is funny because yep. you literally can't be like, it will not attack you. You can take fall damage, but it will not attack you regardless. Oh, that's another thing. Some of these aren't even aggressive at all. Like you're just yeah. doing yeah. these things that don't want anything to do with you. They just want to live. Again, yeah. that that's like part that that's a hundred percent part of the intent yeah. of this game. Yeah. Is that you and are just early, like, without knowing fight, what these too. things are or why you're killing them, you're just going into their habitats and just killing them because because evil Skyman told you to do it. <laughs> yeah, my uh, favorite Colossus was the dirge. I think it's called the snake under the sand. That's a pretty cool one. Oh yeah, yeah that guy's cool. number ten. Number ten. A worm. Number yeah. ten. I called him a worm. Yeah, he felt like the only Colossus other than sixteen that actually kind of like put up a fight. Like actually mm. made me have to do something. Man. Where all the other ones, it was just you're just whatever. Shoot him in the foot, climb on him. But this one, you actually have to ride the horse. Aim back, hit its oh, eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was, that's a really involved fight, that. and I think it's, it, it really works. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That, I I, that I like one that was one. My favorite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, I oh. like a lot of them. I really liked. Uh, I think he's number six. Barba. Old man. Yeah, yeah, because you get to climb up his beard. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. He's great. You climb up. He his can beard. shake, awesome. and you're just like flinging around his beard like jesus yep. christ yeah oh. i i actually really like i i like the ones that um like you have to that like have almost human-like behavior mm. where like you're like a fly and they're just sort of swatting you that's why i like number six is because he, you basically run underneath a table and he has to bend down and look for you. Like Looney Tunes. And then you take that opportunity to just run up and jump on his beard. It's great. That one I had to look up because at first yep. I thought I had to climb up the wall or get him to knock yeah. on the walls. Because that's what I was thinking Again, of. Again, that, that is another one uh, One of the ones where it's not super clear. Yeah. Uh, I, and that was also one of the ones where uh, the hint actually would help you get it. But for whatever reason, the hint never triggered for me. Like, yeah, that's another thing is that there there are again, there's a lot of things about this game that are just not consistent in the way they trigger. There's a lot of like behaviors that are just not consistent mm. and it kind of drags the game down a little bit at some points. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I can I can see what you mean. I mean, some of the stuff was kind of not always super obvious what to do. Like example, we were talking about earlier with the with the when the guy had to step on the rock. I mean, there's a lot of things you kind of had to either once you know it's there, it's super yeah, simple, but to then figure you, it then, out. Yeah, my brain wouldn't go there. My <laughs> brain wouldn't be like, oh, that I should try this. Like I'd be looking around like, what do I yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of the joy of this game for me. It's just like. I mean, I remember when I first played it, it took me forever for some fights because I was just going in going, I, okay, this isn't working. I don't know what's, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. Let me just take a step back and like really try literally everything. And then once you get it, it's just so satisfying. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's... I would say like, that's probably why my original favorite was uh, Phaedra, who was the, the like horse that you have to go in the tunnels because yep. like originally, I, I still love that fight in the remaster too because it's so like, I don't know, the image of the horse looking... You go into these tunnels, it's like a cross-style... Uh, it's like an intersection of tunnels underground yep. with four entry points. And you go in one and you come out the other and you can see it looking for you in the tunnel. And that was just always so, like, haunting to me as a kid that it was, it was like, actively looking for me and yeah. trying to trying to get me. I still love that in a remaster. I think my favorite was the eel, though. Eel was cool. High that, yeah. is awesome. That was kind of an epic fight. I mean, you got to go underwater. I mean, I am impressed how long he can hold his breath, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't run out of air. You know, Man. I actively hate fighting shit underwater in video games. Like, that <laughs> is a big no-no for me. So mm. I appreciate that fight, but it's still creepy fighting something underwater. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, not too I, long. I was playing that fight because I, I was reading up on, like, any information about the movie before, while, we, while I was playing this because I was like, I know people were talking about this a while ago. And so while I was playing the game, I was trying to imagine how each sequence would look in a movie. Like, realistically, in a movie, they'd have to cut out, like, eight colossuses. Right. Probably. Yeah. And I was just, like, thinking about, like, which ones would be cool enough to throw in. And I was like, the horse looking for you in the tunnels would definitely go in. And just the image of, like, the eel with the yellow glowy bits that will shock you underneath the dark water. I was like, this is such a beautiful like chilling image of you just being dragged down by this fucking eel yeah. is definitely going like in a movie i like that fight a lot that there was... was another one that was kind of creepy too that i mean once you saw the whole thing it wasn't creepy but like kind of i also want to bring this up too kind of the setting that the shadow the colossus are in is actually kind of creepy too like one yeah. of them is oh, yeah. actually in a cave and there's all this mist and the cave is dark and the land looks dead around mm -hmm. the opening of it and the cave itself is actually looks like Jaws. Like it has like, uh, what are they called? Uh, you get them in your freezer, like icicles. Icicles? Stalactites. Like stalactites and stalagmites. Yeah. Stalactites are the ceiling one, right? That, stalagmites that are ground tights, because they have a G the in them. ceiling mites on the floor. Right. Yeah. That whole setting is just creepy as hell. And I remember going to the cave and I'm like, please just don't let something jump out of there right now. And then when, <laughs> well, that, when you see the Colossus, it's just like this goofy turtle. I like fire yeah. turtle. Number nine. I thought he was yeah. cool. I thought I, he was, I thought he was more of a crab, but okay. Oh, he's a turtle. He <laughs> oh, okay. He's a turtle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I liked him. I also liked that it's very video gamey that you got to lure him out and he goes mm, by yeah. the, the geyser and you, and it hits him, and then he loses his balance type of, and you climb up him. Or something like that. You <laughs> that might reminded me of uh, Castlevania for some reason. I was just like, this is such a Castlevania environment. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, it's that's that's one of the really like interesting things about this setting is that so many of the fights take place 
in man-made structures, like yeah. huge, giant man-made structures that are like completely deserted and crumbling. Well, and should mention it, that forbidden lands in general. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And it just makes you want like this setting really invites you to wonder why why this place is the way it is. Like what happened here? And you're yeah. never gonna get an answer. You like, could release just the map of this game as like an indie game on Steam and people would Oh yeah. Out. People would rave it's a about huge it. Huge map. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge map. And it's just so interesting. It's essentially a it's essentially a kingdom. Like it's the size of a fucking kingdom. Yeah. And it's I mean, just that makes like sense. Aqueducts and bridges and sh- like all these structures that are all just like, abandoned and man, falling into ruin. I mean, it doesn't one of, tell one you. Of the best, mm-hmm. One of the one of the best environments for me for that was, um, I think it's Colossus eight or nine, the lizard. Where <laughs> yeah. He's in this essentially like he's in coliseum. The, like he's in the coliseum from Attack yeah. of the Clones. <laughs> 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 But he's like basically trapped in this mm. huge like vertical coliseum that you that's just incredibly tall. You're like, what? What was this place? Like, I'm just looking at this place. What could they possibly be using this for? I don't know. It, for for <laughs> me, in terms of just in terms of settings, like that was the place that stuck mm. in my mind. That's such a cool area because you yeah. go in and you kind of see a drop off, and the camera will actually. Every time you fight a Colossus, you get this nice, like, cinematic of the Colossus kind of awakening yeah. and coming yeah. after you. Yeah. And that one, like, he goes, it, you walk into the top floor of the Coliseum, and the camera goes through, like, a crack in the wall and just looks straight down. And it's, like, like 12 stories down is the bottom of it. And the lizard's yep. just right at the bottom. It's one of those, like, it's a set piece that would fit, like, oddly well in Bayonetta, but just because it's yeah. in Shadow of the Colossus and the rest of the environment is so, like, almost claustrophobic despite being so open. It just really works for me there, too. Oh, hey, Stefan, yeah. how long did that fight take you? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard fight. That's probably one well, of the no, hardest fights in the game. There's the reason why I, took him, why I made that oh. joke. He knows. Yeah. No, that that was, like, one and done. <laughs> no, wasn't it? You told me, like, three hours you were trying to get that achievement or something. Well, if we're including the trophy, <laughs> it took me about Two and a half hours. Oh, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> did you try to get this game platinum? <laughs> I did, and like halfway through it, I was like, this is stupid. I'm stupid for thinking I could do this. Yeah, I don't do that after <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie anymore. <laughs> I, I warned you, man. I told you not to bother. You wouldn't listen. <laughs> the trophy for that is like, you have to kill it before it gets up, right? Like, it falls down the first time, and you have to kill it immediately. Right, you have to like get perfect stabs, full stabs every God. time. So you have to wait for it to be at the top of the Coliseum, essentially. Because the longer yeah, it falls, the, yeah. the further it falls, the longer it stays and, down. And if it so much as sees you out of the corner of its eye on your way down, then it, it comes down. So it's like, that's that's very tricky. I, There's, uh... I just shot him <laughs> every time he got up to like where I was, I just shot him down. That's a cool boss. That's a like. Really oh wait, cool. did you just like shoot him from high up and then like jump down onto him? I was on the yeah. second floor and I would shoot him up and make him go down. That's a way to do it. There's there's a couple bosses where there's multiple ways to approach, and that's definitely one of them. I kind of like that too. Like, like arguably, like Argus is one of those you have to do in a very specific way. But a good portion of these you can kind of get onto the Colossi one or two different ways. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, with Argus, there is definitely a very specific order of operations you have to do. You can kind of come after that. Uh, I think his fan name is uh, Koromori. And Which like, one are we talking about? Which one's lizard. Argus? Lizard, okay. Argus, Argus is, is number 15. He's, Argus is the, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. He's like the giant ogre with the club. I didn't no, 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 no. The That's club the is one. the first one. Argus has the knife. Yeah, sorry. He has, he has like a cleaver. Yes. Thing. Small sword. Yeah, that that was actually a really cool gimmick, though. Is that the idea is you have to get down onto his elbow and you can make stab him drop it. it too? What? Yeah, you can make him drop the cleaver. He's oh. got a he's got a a major sigil on his right hand. If you yep. hit it, he'll drop the cleaver. Okay, I think I yeah I did do that. I made him drop the cleaver. I forgot, but I did. It's either his right hand or his left hand, but it's whichever hand doesn't have the main sigil on it. Yeah, so, I don't know what you're talking about. For those who haven't played the game, sigils are. The glowy bits on the colossi you have to find and stab. You just climb up on them and like climb up on them and you like step, 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 and they die. Oh, and they don't glow. Like there were a couple times where I forgot to switch the sword back when I had the bow. They do oh, not no. glow. You don't put the sword yep. back on. I'm like, yeah. where is it? Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> I fucking love the sword like map mechanic in this game. I think that's so cool. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah. A lot of people. I feel like a lot of people don't oh. like know that about Shadow Colossus. They just know yeah. you fight big things, but you actually have an ancient sword that like has some magic, like ambiguous magic tied to it. You know, from the beginning of the game, it's the like, master oh. sword. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially the master. <laughs> except, sword. except you find out at the end of the game that you stole it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hold it up to the sunlight, and it reflects the sunlight, and there's like. Um, sun like sun rays coming off of it, and when you turn, they start focusing and yeah. show you like where to go, and they'll show you where to attack on the colossi. It's such yeah. a cool mechanic. Yeah, I I'm glad you brought this up, Stuart, because I think this is actually one of my favorite things about this game. Yeah, uh, I've I've complained that. a fair bit in the past on this podcast about confusing level designs or confusing about? maps. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I would just a uh, quick reminder to the yeah. audience here. DJ is the one who made us play Banjo Kazooie. So. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie has good level design. <laughs> it's just on the edge of being too complicated to need to not need a map. You know, a game but, with a good level design, Star Wars Dark Forces. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, sure did. Boy. Anyway, <laughs> Sorry, Star Wars Dark Forces had a map. <laughs> the, the point I'm getting at here is that, um, I also I I also don't like it when um when navigation systems hold your hand, which is honestly most games these days. Like, uh, uh, where you, you know days. you have you have the classic Ubisoft style of open world where you just have a million icons and you have like a, a GPS trail that leads you exactly where you're going and it completely saps any sense of exploration or challenge from actually like finding out where you have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is one of the things that I think Breath of the Wild borrowed back from this game in a really, really good way, um, is that you always know where you're going, but you never exactly know how to get there until you explore explore on your own. It really does strike a perfect balance. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely love the exploration and navigation in this game it is it is perfect it's really There's only good. two two things i will take away from that that i don't like well uh, number one is you have to be in the sun to use the sword as a guide That's to cool. point you in the direction you need to go right. it is cool but sometimes it kind of sucks but the other thing <laughs> yeah. that sucks is i i, I hate i hate when games 
purposely slow me down for no reason. Like when you go through the forests or you go through the caverns in this game, it just stops you and you go I, to snail's pace. I just jump off the horse and run because Argo is <laughs> slow in, in those in those situations. Argo, you know, right? Agro, you mean Agro? 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 I thought it was Argo. Ar- no, Argo is oh, the Ben Affleck movie. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time they sent a horse out to uh, Israel to get all those guys back? <laughs> I, I haven't actually seen Argo. I don't know where they go. <laughs> I, think I didn't know it was Agro. 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 To be fair, he does yell it insanely fast in that weird, Agro. like, in that no, weird devil the language. Only, like, Agro. English-type word in this entire game. Like, uh, it's not mono, English, it's sir. Name, but... huh? This girl's name is Mono. Oh, okay. I have they, she I never actually say her name. I don't uh, think they, I don't think they ever do. Yeah, they do. I think they say it right at the beginning of the game. No, I wasn't paying attention then. They definitely say it. Oh, okay. Her name is had, Mono for sure. <laughs> one thing we haven't mentioned yet is when you get their attention, their eyes go orange, which I really oh, like. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That, shoot that them actual... in the face with a with an arrow, and they're like, "Hey." There, there are a lot of Colossi where you have to do that, where you have to shoot them with the bow, uh, in order to get their attention. Two points. Uh, Eamon says Mono at the end of the game. I remember now. When he finds her, he calls her Mono. Second point is uh, we played this game, to date this podcast, we played this game the same week that the first image of a black hole was taken. And it looks exactly like the fucking Colossi eyes. (laughs) Oh my god, right. (laughs) That was like... It was like super weird the entire week. I kept seeing that on TV and I was like, I was like, Oh man, some shit's about to go down. <laughs> only, only twelve hours remain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, giant cleaver comes coming down my front door. <laughs> I've trained for this. Uh, and now, uh, yeah, and we gotta like now we have to like shoot photon torpedoes at it, yeah. get its attention, and then climb it up. Working our uh, working our grip strength. We we gotta we gotta send a shuttle up, have him crawl on its back. Gonna... We, we find a twelve-year-old kid and we sh- we ship him to space. Oh come on, he was he was oh, he was older than that. Yeah, he's like sixteen-ish. He's like 15, seventeen. Fifteen. Eighteen. I would I say he's eighteen. He, doesn't it say somewhere he's seventeen, or am I just making up stuff? You're making uh, you're making stuff up, Mike. Okay, that's very possible. <laughs> he's like this game didn't give him much. The, yeah, this game gives you nothing. Um, and you know what? That's the way it should be. I mean, uh, it, that's part of the charm of this game that you don't get a whole lot. Yeah, of the, the char- it would yeah. it would kind of destroy the mystique of this game to try and figure anything out. I'm like, assume he's 16 because there's 16 colossi, and I just think that'll be one more thing that connects him. Could I mean he's old enough that he's an probably close to an adult, but he's young okay, enough that he's why still are we having an ex- I don't know. Why are we having an actual discussion about this? Well, they actually <laughs> had to they had to make him 18 for the American <laughs> release so Lewis could talk about his boobs. <laughs> this whole episode that's, that's a joke for Stefan and nobody else <laughs> yeah I didn't get it but oh, another thing I wanted to mention which I know, I'm pretty sure none of us did there's also gold relics apparently somewhere in this game yep I don't know anything about them or what they are I just put it on the list um, they oh god what do they get you if you collect all of them they get you I think a sword I know there's unlockables because back in the day uh, my buddy he went and got all the lizards and everything and had like a special cape or something I feel like but that's that's a long, long time ago. I'm trying to refresh memories. You can get the shop. You can get Amon's shaman mask and his cloak. And I want to say both of those reduce damage taken from the Colossi. Okay. And uh, I think you can get 
his sword, but I can't remember if you get his sword in the original or just the remaster. You can get a different sword. Uh, yeah, I from what it sounds like, I think this stuff is probably all the PS4 version. There's some unlockables in the uh, PS2. Because hey, this was in the original PS2, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I remember some stuff in the read. I just can't remember what because they added they added a bit to um, the PS4 version, which again is I'm fine with. Like you don't have to get it if you don't want to. It, it but, was PS4 version was amazing. Yeah. But before we we I still haven't talked about the 16 Colossi, which I don't want to mention just yet. Um, what do you guys think of the music and, and the sound effects of this? Oh game? my god, so good. Okay, remember oh. when I said that the navigation was my favorite part of this game? I lied. It's the soundtrack. So I'll go. Oh god. I just say Argo. 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 And the horse, like the horse, pops up and it's wearing weird glasses and it's just polo. I like the fact that he doesn't listen to you either. Sometimes. Yeah. He just ignores you. He's like, uh, like there were times he got stuck. I he got stuck a couple times. I mean, a couple times I hit the button. Call. I'm just yelling Argo and running, and I'd be running. And he just and eventually he'd show up. Like he just didn't care. He's like, yeah, that's nice. Part of that jank. Yep. <laughs> this game definitely has jank. a fair amount of jank. It has it. It has its jank for sure, but, but it's, oh, were, it's just. Were so you gonna say anything else go. about the music? Oh yeah, no, the I music. The music in this game is just. This <laughs> might be one of the best video game soundtracks ever. Yeah, or, uh, I'm gonna disagree yeah. with that. It's good, but well, I don't know. I no, like no, I it's definitely better than good. Uh, well, yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I'd say it's like yeah, top. It's top fifty for sure. I don't know if I'd put it in my top ten, but it's up there. Yeah, I, I love I love the uh, soundtrack in this game because the guy who uh, did the soundtrack for this. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, he worked in Zatch Bell because fucking everybody in anime and games worked on Zatch Bell for some reason. That's a whole other rant <laughs> about Zatch Bell. <laughs> yes. But he also did uh, a lot of the music for like Godzilla for the Godzilla movies and stuff. That well, makes one sense. of the things you appreciate yeah. about the soundtrack is that there's very little of it. Because when yeah. you're just going around regularly riding on the horse, all you have Silent. are the sounds of what's yeah. going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you finally come across the Colossi, I mean, this booming, amazing symphonic symphony of music just hits you, and it's yeah, beautiful. That's, that's very. I, I think again, that's very on theme with the game in general. Is that the is that the most like the actual, these huge majestic pieces of music are directly associated with the huge majestic colossi. Um, yeah, right. They don't and, like inform the mood, but they do like layer it down. It's just perfect music. Oh yeah. And then there's, there's a track that plays when you're sort of in the arena with it and trying to figure stuff out. And, and then once you're on its back, then the music kicks up. It sort of fades into this much more intense track um, that just feels um, like it just really gets your adrenaline pumping. And it's like, this is very few games I feel like have so perfectly scored moments mm. like that. Yeah. And th this game does it. This game absolutely does it. But at the same time, like this, again, the music is very carefully composed mm -hmm. because it does it sounds triumphant but also not too triumphant like it's vague mm -hmm. again this whole game is very vague as to <laughs> how
how good what you're actually doing is. Yeah, you don't yeah. find out to the ending, which I will coming up here. We'll start talking about that, but yeah, you don't really know what you're doing till then. Yeah. Also, uh, also worth mentioning uh, the the guy who did the music, Kao Otani. I, I hope I'm saying the name right. Um, he also did the music for my favorite show ever, Outlaw Star. What? Good show. Yeah, fucking love that show. <laughs> No. I've never seen it. <laughs> it has oh, some yeah. amazing music. It's basically it like Tsunami at yeah. one point. That's I why put it, we oh. I put it in like a trilogy with like Cowboy Bebop and uh, Trigun of like Space Cowboys. All three of those were on Tsunami around the same time. Yeah, they were all in Tsunami at the same wait, time. And they're all about is Space Is Trigun Cowboys. Space? Yes. Isn't it just like a desert? It's a desert in space. But, <laughs> but know, it's the a desert the Sahara is a desert in space. <laughs> You gotta it's yeah. desert, and it's on Earth, which is in space. <laughs> I think uh, we are in space. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't want to spoil anything about Troy Gun for people. A show that came out like thirty years ago, but Vash is like an alien. He's not a human being. He's a plant guy. Whoa, weird. Huh. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I gotta write spoilers for Trigun now in the, in the show. Yeah, watch well, <laughs> Trigun spoilers for everybody. <laughs> it's like totally like it's. Totally secondary to what's going on, Trigon. It's just like, oh yeah, you're an alien. It's like, okay. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, that's the fun. kind of thing that happens with back to the story. Anime is yeah. that, like, it's like it's like in Hunter x Hunter where it's like, oh, it's this cute little kid who has a fishing rod, and then in and then two years later, it's like everybody has force powers now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, but one of the uh, one of the spoilers for. An off-topic thing that has something to do with the game is we. I watched the movie Rain Over Me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Take yeah. a second to talk about that. I wanted you guys to do that. I didn't watch it because it yeah. wasn't on streamables, so uh, I couldn't. So oh, if anyone remembers, yeah, oh, if anyone oh, remembers yeah. Rain Over Me, it's that Adam Sandler movie about a man who lost his family during 9/11, and he runs into his so college roommate God. Don Cheadle who wants to help rehabilitate him because he's like all freaking crazy and he's lost it and he's super PTSD. <laughs> this is um, not an Adam Sandler movie. It has Adam Sandler, but this is a hundred. Don't like just never go into this expecting Adam Sandler. Yeah. movie. Right. At the, and he's, at the same time, it kind of is an Adam Sandler movie because it's at some points, this movie is very clumsy in the way it tries to deal with its sort with, with its subject matter like it's like right. it's i just like i always point people to rain over me when everyone's like oh like adam sandler should like yeah he's a good actor when he wants to be yes but also like i don't know like <laughs> this movie came out the same year as i now pronounce you chuck and larry oh boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so it in the movie what he does to kind of cope with what's going on in his life is he plays a lot of Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. And Stuart can talk about the article he sent us. Oh, yeah. Stuart. Because yeah. um, I was always interested in the fact that he was playing a like a real video game in the movie. And it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like every episode of Law and Order I had seen with video games where they're playing some weird knockoff thing. And then mm-hmm. they call it, oh, he's playing Call of Heroes. It's the most addictive game on the market. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, right. Like he introduces, he's like bringing Don Cheadle into his apartment, and he's like, uh, oh yeah, we gotta play this like this game we have. It's it's awesome. It's called Shadow Colossus. And I was like, I played that game. <laughs> That's a real game. He like sits him down and actually like walks him through how to play the game, and, like how to actually play the game. And we're like, this movie knows what it's talking about with a video game, and it's an Adam Sandler movie. Like, I gotta yeah. learn more about what's going on here. 
And so I read into it and uh, I was managed to find the article from years ago about how uh, it was like one of the editors on the movie decided that like they could just put in some shitty knockoff video game and just get someone to make something up and just put it on the TV and they could do the thing right. with the holding the controllers. He was like, no, I'm going to um, like I, I played Shadow of the Colossus and it just it feels like it fits this story. And so he yeah. got Adam Sandler to play it. And I guess Adam Sandler fell in love with it. And he like started taking it like the, like the director and the movie was made by Sony. So I guess getting the uh, or it was made by. Yeah, it was made by Sony. Yeah, It was right? made by Columbia yeah. Pictures, which was owned by Sony. Yeah. So like right. they had the copyright pretty easily. But it just goes yeah. into this great story of like how his dad used to uh, watch Aliens because uh, it was like yeah. or Alien because it was like a uh, relationship. Because, because he had. Yeah, he had PTSD from Vietnam. Like Vietnam. Yeah. And it was like and a big, um, Aliens is. Again, very it is very analogous to that. Mm-hmm. So that's it's like how we dealt going with it. into this foreign place f- with filled with this like really hostile unknown force. And it even like, has like the yep. Vietnam stereotypes in it of like yep. like the whole the whole soldiers and like game over man game over like it feels like a Vietnam movie. It's yeah, it does. It does, talks about how his, it makes a lot of yeah. sense that Jeremy Roosh, that's who it was. It was one of the elevator uh, the editors. Yep. It was one of the elevators. Um <laughs> But yeah, he talks about how his dad watched Alien. That's kind of how he coped with yep. being in Vietnam. That's how kind of how he like how he like relived it and went over it in his head. And he was like, "Yep, Shadow of Colossus is this like really deep game that's kind of all about like being the bad guy and dealing with this great loss." So he needed. Yeah, he was like, exactly. "I'm gonna get this in this movie." And they even, I mean, they there's they talk about how Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle were essentially experts at the game. By the time they finished the movie, because they were actually sitting there playing it, they even filmed some scenes where it was where it was just Adam yeah. Sandler and Don Cheadle playing the game, and they just had yep. a camera on the background. Yeah, which means That's Rain awesome. Over Me was like one of the first Let's Plays. And <laughs> 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 uh, it, it came out yep. 2007, two years after Shadow Colossus first came out. But they even go right. so far as to like tie specific Colossus or Colossi in the game to. Two specific, specific scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah, scenes in the movie, which apparently was very hard because they couldn't record. They didn't record the game and play it back. They were actually playing the game, and so they had to use yeah. multiple playstations with multiple saves on them. Yep. <laughs> which yeah. I love. Which I, I admire that commitment. Yeah, I just love the idea of some editor going to like the director and saying, or the executive producer, be like, "Hey, we need to buy like five playstations." It's like, why? Oh no, no, no it's for the movie. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and I wonder I wonder if uh any of those PlayStations have like gone up for sale on eBay as collectors items. I would bet money that Adam Sandler has one and Don Cheadle has another. And oh Jeff yeah, for sure. has a, a third one. That's a very yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to watch story. it. Partly I didn't want to because I yeah. It's hard to watch now because it's like That's why I, yeah. yeah, I mean, because even I didn't think it would like affect me that much, but I was watching a CNN documentary about that, and it was like I remembered exactly where I was that day. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need, I don't, I'm good. Yeah, I'll be, I'll a, be, yeah. I'll be and, it's and again, this this movie is kind of heavy handed and kind of clumsy with how he, it handles a lot of that stuff. Like it, oh, it's hard well, is in the right place, but it doesn't always really know what it's doing. I think the uh, scenes that hit hit me really hard. Like, yeah, but yeah. there was other spoil a little bit of radar. Go, Ooh, yeah. Okay. No, I don't think you realize how that sounds now. Towards <laughs> like the this was also in 2007, so it's like six years after 9/11. Yeah, 
Um, but you know, like this to spoil a little bit of rain over me, not to get any specifics, but there's a scene where Adam Sandler kind of breaks down to John Cheadle and that I cannot watch that scene. That scene just, Oh, that's up. that scene. Yeah. That scene yeah. is okay. It tore that me apart. Sells <laughs> me on does kind of sell me on, uh, Adam Sandler as a serious actor. Yeah. Like I mean, he, did punch he, 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 did he plays that scene, man. I, I will defend that Adam Sandler can be a good actor. He just doesn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i i agree with you on that yeah. I, I mean funny is, people is good the Meyerowitz stories was a can't be a fantastic. good actor he does it's, like it's harder it's harder to make yourself cry than it is to say hey poop yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyone so can make like, a donkey shit on rob schneider for three hours all right right in hawaii so he can get so he can get a paid vacation <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um uh, before we start getting to the ending, the one the one class that we haven't mentioned yet, the number sixteen, I called him fiery fucker because screw that uh, screw that bastard. Except the name for uh, him now. I mean that was an epic fight though. I mean just the whole getting oh, up yeah. to him, where you got to run and hide by the like, the barriers and then drop down the holes. I mean that was something else. Here's here's what I like about this Colossus. We were talking about the soundtrack earlier, and this really struck me about it is that the the soundtrack when you're approaching it and when you're climbing up is a very, very somber... It's sort of the most somber piece of the entire game. Hmm. Uh, it's it's almost haunting. Water, and then... Um, I should mention Malice is... Well, I think there's only three Colossi in the game that have yep. their own individual soundtrack, and Malice and is one of them. Malice yeah, is one of them, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and when you're climbing up and you're on its head and you're stabbing them, unlike every other Colossus in the game... This, the music does not change. Yeah. It stays that same really sad, somber, haunting track. And I think that was the perfect choice for that fight. And we should describe like, Malice, too, because it's such a... Yeah. Like, I mean, people talk about, like, personas <laughs> over symbolism with their fucking... Yeah. Um, with their personas, like, the fucking... <laughs> I'm just gonna... I'm gonna try to quote, like, I don't want to end up quoting every him daisy joke about Persona... <laughs> Uh, characters, but like when you get to the last Colossi in this game, it's it's a human, like it's a person. There's yeah, no way around it. Like it looks like a human being. It looks like it's a yeah. human being it's wearing a dress. Like it's trapped in like. <laughs> I always took it as like it was a kind of like Iron Maiden thing holding it to the ground because it's also bolted to the ground by its legs. It's super creepy. Yeah, it's just yeah. like apparently that fight uh, originally was supposed to be you. It was gonna be Malice towering over a maze. And you have to travel through the maze to get to it. And some of the maze is still in the game, but it was supposed to be like, like that. Like that probably was going to end up being like a twenty-minute, yeah, thirty-minute fight had they put that whole maze in there. But it's still like it's a it's a good long fight. I think it's the time attack for this one. I think is thirteen minutes, and the others are like six minutes. So yeah, it just gives it, you a hint at how long this this instance is. Yeah, like, for sure. He's uh the third uh longest colossi in the game but he's just got so much like bulk on him like he's, he's built the, up that yeah. iron maiden around him he's, it's just, he's it, vertically the tallest by yeah. far it just feels like such a it feels like climbing a tower like a, it's essentially what you're doing yeah yeah because again it's wearing this big stone dress essentially um and it's it's like a piece of clothing but also a building at the same time yeah it's like, like a toga yeah <laughs> I will always remember that fight because it just stood out to me so much when I first played this game and everything else was like 
an animal or like a minotaur type thing or well, there are there are a few humanoids they're like yeah but they're yeah. like more ogreish they're not yeah this this one like well well number three number three is very very human but it's um, a, a little more sort of stretched out maybe. yeah but he's like he doesn't look he like he's got humanoid features but i always looked at him as more of like an ape or like a like a chimpanzee or something just because okay. it's it's kind of like he's got the long arms and his head's kind of elongated and tilted. Yes, and it just but looks but I I would agree that that the last one looks the most like an actual yeah. person. It's just straight I up. Think that, again, that was not that was not a mistake. No, they no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's like the general theory with that is like it's supposed to. Well, like that last colossi, it looks most like the human because that's when you've lost the most of your humanity. Yeah, exactly. And point. again, that's also. Because that's also the the one where the music doesn't swell, where it stays really somber and haunted. Like yeah. you are supposed just to feel sad. In this you oh, yeah. are supposed to not take joy in this. Yeah, and no, you, no feel joy. It. you definitely feel it. It like holds you and looks at you at times. It's just like oh, it's a God. it's a tough fight too. Like yeah, I yeah. kind of stares at you like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, someone uh, <laughs> someone wrote. I was because I was reading up on I had to read up on all my Shadow of Colossus lore um, <laughs> and like get all back in my brain. But somebody wrote that it <sighs> looked uh, less hostile and more curious, and I was like, "Oh, that's I'm gonna never forget that." Now <laughs> thinking about yeah. that boss fight, it just looks like it's confused about what you are. And the fucking right before that fight too is uh, should we, I guess we could say that that's when you uh, you lose your horse. Yep. Oh God! Yeah, because you yeah. sacrifice him pretty much. Make a jo- well, you make a joke. No, he saves you. Like, yeah, he saves throws you. you to the fucking bridge. That's when you like you've been with this horse the entire game. You've been with yep. Agro the whole time. He even has to help you in some fights. Like this is the definition of connection. Like you are, you spend this whole game with this animal, this one animal, and you're like, like you feel this such a strong like like need for him because it's such a huge map. You have to use the horse. Yep. And you're running across this bridge, and he like the bridge starts collapsing, and the horse looks like it's gonna fall with you on it, and he bucks you off. And it's like the it's like Gandalf falling in fucking Lord of the Rings. It's like no! flying fools. <laughs> Agro, Agro, Argo. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, and it it shows you the bottom too. Yeah, like it shows you the bottom. It's like yeah, that's really far down, and it falls He's in like the dead. black river yeah. at the bottom it's like it falls into water but it's so far and the water is so black it's like it's yeah, like the most gone. final ending yeah. well what's confusing about that to me is that if you watch the end credits scene there yeah. is a black horse <laughs> there walking with mm. what uh mono yeah oh that's, no that's yeah. that's definitely that's not it's aggro that's that's aggro that's yeah, yeah oh, you know it's like but that's legs. not how you feel yeah. at that point in the game. You're like, I have just lost the one thing that connects me to this world. Yep. Yeah. Like that hit me so hard moment. as a kid. Oh god. I think you know, that whole fight. I mean, like you're climbing up. Like I did not. I would not have realized you had to climb up on his hand and mm. then shoot oh, his yeah. shoulder so he brings his hand over to jump. I mean, that I was so happy when I oh, killed yeah. him. I was like, <laughs> oh god. Yeah, again, there's some bullshit and some jank in yeah. this in this last fight too, for sure. Yeah, right. you literally have like a second to do that shot. 
before like, you, yeah. you have to hold on. If I was yeah. able to play it while crying my fucking eyes out, then anybody else can. <laughs> the first time I played this game as a kid, I just remember like beating this fight and just like tears streaming down my face. And I was just like, oh. ah, you guys want to start the ending then? Should we start talking about the ending? Yeah, I think this is a good time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, so after about an hour, yeah. for the so. ending, for anyone who's listening, if you haven't played this game, I mean, definitely play it, but spoilers for the ending, just to warn you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I think so, the game will hit you. Yeah. So after you beat this game, um, after you beat the last Colossus, you're basically locked into a solid half hour of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yep. Yeah. Um, which again is more story than you would ever expect to get, having played the rest of this game. Um, you get some control back later. Technically, the last. You, you do a bit, and it's done really, really effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and. And again, it <laughs> credit where it's due for this game. It's a very satisfying ending. It feels right. Like it, it's well told. It's a great ending. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just as vague as the whole rest yeah. of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and at no point do you get like, I guess you get like a kind of sense of ambiguous optimism. But yeah, this game feels like a tragedy by the end. I oh, mean, yeah, and, for sure. Like, I was like not. I was not expecting that part when you play yeah. as the big demon type thing as you're trying oh, to yeah. sm- smash yeah. those guards. So, I was like, what the hell? We should say what happens for people who may have not yeah. played the game. Um, <laughs> so the, basically the entire game, you're talking to Dorman, who is like this ambiguous demon devil. Like I think you referred to he's him just as a, like... He's a voice in, in the ceiling, basically. Yeah. He's just a voice that the comes beginning from of the, the game, sky. Or if it's not at the end of the game where people refer to... I think the voiceover in the beginning of the game by Eamon um, that little narration refers to him as like pure death or something. You're like, okay, he's definitely like a demon monster thing. Right. And he, like you, f- <laughs> I think after killing the 12th Colossi, the 12th Colossus, uh, plurals are going to be hard for me this entire episode. <laughs> um, after you kill the 12th Colossus, you see, get like a little cutscene of Aemon and some guys coming to, yep do something like do you think they're coming after you maybe you, that's when you start to get like the real like the real idea that oh i'm in trouble i'm definitely not doing yeah. the right thing here yeah for sure and like you be the last colossi after every colossus you get sent back to the uh temple and you don't get sent back to the temple after the last colossus Amon comes down and he's like talking about uh mono like over top of her like, this is the yeah. girl that was sacrificed, blah, blah, blah. And you come flying down and slam into the ground. <laughs> and the sword goes bouncing off. And, like, it's kind of weird. Like, Dorman and Eamon have the little moment of exposition where you get the hint that Eamon is a member of some kind of group. Like, his shaman heritage, like, was responsible for Dorman being put yeah. away, maybe? Like, that's right. Like, you get yeah. some ambiguous rivalry between the two of them. And Dorman takes over uh, your body, and you're basically dead at this point. You're you're gray. You've like your eye sockets are so receded. Your hair is black. You look like something. Yeah, you you basically look like the computer from System Shock too. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's like you're there's no humanity left in you. Well, one of the theories I heard or read that I actually kind of liked a little bit was that Eamon and his group, like you said, yeah, they sailed. Uh, Dorman away and the main character Wanderer is a demon child that that are being born at the time 
and only they can become a vessel for Dorman, which is why that that plot yeah. that worked and then you're being reborn at the end or whatever. Yeah, yeah so you but, take over Dorman takes over your body, you fight as Dorman, kick Eamon's butt out of the temple. He seals you in. Like throws the sword down a yep. uh, whirlpool. It's a great scene where you're trying to run away. It's like some games like really struggle to do scenes like that where yeah. it takes away like it gives you just enough control, but you can tell like it's the game is fighting you at every turn to make you do this one thing. Like Dragon yeah. Age Inquisition has a scene that goes on just a little too long, I think, where you're wandering through snow for this longest time. And it's like, all right, I get it. Like, like this is a cool scene the first time I'm playing this game, but second time it's like. 20 minutes long maybe this is too long mm -hmm. but yeah it's like you're fighting this whirlpool you know you're gonna get sucked in there's not much you can do except like try to make it as close to mono as you can before you get sucked in oh, i just ran yeah. the other way and ran right into the world <laughs> fuck it i was like yeah, i know where this is going <laughs> Cannonball. Go. yeah and, and, this. and so yeah you get sucked in the whirlpool it kind of implies that dormant's gone until mono wakes up your horse comes back you know, all the good feelings yeah. are there. <laughs> You're like, oh, heck, yeah. you live. And, and then uh, they find a baby where yep. you used to be. Yep, a baby with horns. Yep. You grow baby like, with horns. Yep, you grow horns before when uh before Dorman takes you yep. over, and the baby has horns. So it's like, and you actually you actually can control the baby in the cutscene where Mono picks it up too. So it's like oh even more God. application. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can control ah, like right. its rise. Oh, and then man. Mono names the baby Eco right after that. Yep. <laughs> Essentially, this is supposed to be a prequel. This is a prequel to Eco. Yeah. And in Maybe. in this game, you can see the castle from Eco mm -hmm. somewhere in one of the areas. You can kind of see it in the background. I think in, oh, the, wow. in the remaster, you can actually get the sword from Eco as well. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of, and you get like the you get like the queen's sword, which is what there's a theory that Mono becomes the queen from Eco. Um. I have never played Eco, really. I, I, haven't, I haven't either. I love Shadow of the Colossus. I've never played Eco. I know I need to change that. I, I want to play it so to. bad. I know how to yeah. change it really easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I know as well. It'll be a race <laughs> to see who puts it on the list first. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I. there's a lot of... The game is very open-ended yeah. in terms of the ending, and there's a lot of different... Like That's when the theories start to diverge. And I think... I think you kind of take away what you want from it. And I, that really works for me. Yeah. Like I always felt yeah. like, like I kind of got the feeling that mono was sacrificed by Eamon and wander, like took like stole his sword and took mono's body. And like, he knew kind of about this temple because Eamon told him not to go. Cause you get a sense that Eamon knows wander pretty well too. Cause he even yeah. like refers to him. He's like, Oh, it's you. So I was like, like, Oh, it's that. And then like, uh, the baby is obviously wander. And yeah, he, maybe he grows up to uh to kind of start that generation of horn children. Like there's a good theory where Mono was supposed to start the uh race of horn children from Eco. So like Eamon saw that in a vision and had her killed, but having her killed was what ended up like starting the chain reaction that led to all the horn babies being born. Sure. Which is uh, I think that fits in the tragedy of, of Shadow of Colossus. Here's here's well, here's what I think works about this story though is that you don't necessarily need all that background like the, mm -hmm. the story still makes sense yeah. like that's uh -huh. that's what's remarkable about this story is that it's ambiguous and it's vague but it's not confusing yeah like it gives you just enough to take a away what fully you want. formed story it's still a fully formed story with a satisfying conclusion and then 
like figuring out the details is just icing, basically. Yeah. Well, it's like, where, like I said, it's one of those things where if you don't want to know about it, you don't have yeah. to. If you want to know about it, you yeah. can kind of figure it out. You can put enough together where you have an idea in your head that. Yeah, I'm just saying works. it's it's really remarkable because I <laughs> think it's really hard to hit that balance, like that yeah. sweet spot. I think a lot of games fail at it. So a it's lot of really, movies and shows yeah. and everything fails. Yeah. At it. So it's okay, really, you, I, yeah, it's really, I really appreciate that this game does that so well. Yeah, it's it's like. Like the game definitely has jank in terms of story. What little oh, yeah. story there is, I think there's just enough where it's like absolutely. Oh, the story. The story is brilliant, and part of the reason that I'm like perfect in my mind. I I'm when you when we started talking about like they're making a film adaptation, I was like, well, because yeah. I I don't feel like this story would work as well if it weren't a game. And yeah. again, that's to its credit. I think like this if... is a good game story. This is a great game story. I'm not convinced it would be a great story in any other medium i think if it i like i don't think it would work as a movie i think it would work as like a mini series maybe or like a netflix show oh no, no see i don't have to I don't be think like so. purely it would have to be like purely visual like it would have to be yeah very, like be, very little it would have to be as much story as the order, game like almost in not. order to sustain something of that length you need more concrete plot details and that would ruin this story it would ruin it. Well, there I'd like only... to point you to the Animatrix, sir, which uh, there's a segment in Animatrix <laughs> that has like no story whatsoever. People the Animatrix talk. is a well, the Animatrix is a series of just connect interconnected shorts. Yeah, but I'm really... talking about one short from it. Um, right. I think it was but... done by Watanabe, actually, where there's like no story. It's all just cool. It's yeah, a yeah. short, but it's still like half an hour long. Right. And I think that's about the extent of of that's about the only thing you could make out of Shadow of the Colossus. It depends uh, on how much you like how many of the Colossus Colossi you want to put in. So I can see like if you want to put it in all sixteen, it's gonna have to be but like, four again, episodes. Again, that's not that's not how that's not how film and television like works. You can't mm. just have rev- endless repeated scenes of okay now he's going to climb up this one now he's going to spend 30 minutes figuring out how to climb up this one like the 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 flow is completely different if you're not if you're not having the player actually do the thing then there's no reason to put it on screen uh, i disagree i think i think netflix have, especially no, has enough experimental scene, shit on there to have a scene in a tv series or a movie you need to have meaningful plot and character development. And there's only no, so much no, of that you don't. in this Twin game. Twin Peaks came back and proved you do not need any of that shit. <laughs> you just need weird shit on screen for eight episodes and I'll watch it. That's all you need. I, I'd be okay with this becoming a show as long as the again, only word ever again, spoken is so Argo. Much more <laughs> of that Are, shit. They say Argo, they get that wrong on purpose. Yeah, Argo. And then, like, in the IMDb <laughs> trivia, they have to rate, like, it's a reference to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with DJ. I don't think you could really... It's, yeah. This is something yeah. that only really but works. The, I don't, here's I here's, here's the thing. You're thinking of it like it like it's a normal show, like fucking, like, Weeds or Breaking Bad or some shit, where it has to have a, a actual plot to it. I'm saying it would have to be, like, it couldn't be... It would have to be, like, an art house movie type thing, where it's, like, just yeah. visuals, pretty much. And exactly as much story as the game, but just like ninety-five percent of whatever it is is just like spectacular visuals. Right, but at that point, you're just you're getting away from movie or TV show and just going into art piece. I don't think that matters anymore. 
Well, that's now, what I'm saying is that I, I don't – you couldn't sell that on Netflix. You could not – nobody would watch that. I mean, they did, they did do that movie, A Quiet Place, and that – like, nobody spoke in any of that. Netflix Again, does, there's like, way dead. more meaningful plot and character development per second in that movie than there is in Shadow of the Colossus. I think you can get away with a lot more on Netflix than you think. I think Netflix will... I think I think you could put like an art house type thing up on Netflix like that and yeah. people will at least... Okay. I, I think people but will. I think it could not be any longer than maybe 40 minutes total. Like, uh, I mean, it's not going to be a three hour thing? movie. 40 say... minutes for the whole thing? Yeah. Hmm... Because, again, you can't just show all, like, just him climbing up all 16 colossi. I mean, there are movies. Like, God, what's that movie? Um, Something over Baghdad? Oh, God. Uh, 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 there's a movie called, like, Bombs Over Baghdad or something. Um, Bombs Over Bombs over Baghdad is a fucking song. But it's something over Baghdad where it's, uh, it's like... An entirely visual movie, very little like, very little spoken story going on. It's all visual, and I think Shadow of Colossus would lend itself to that kind of storytelling. I don't think it needs to be three hours long. Like I would say, like an hour and a half for a movie, or if you're going to do a mini series, like four episodes at thirty minutes yeah. each, and it's just it's just visuals, pretty much. I think that'd be fine. I think you could get away with that. Uh, in but again, I feel like it would have to. Be- get more in order to tell a coherent story it would have to be more specific in its details than shadow of the colossus ever gets you know what you know what they could add is we have wanderer as like the mute character mm-hmm. and then our Ar- on Eamon, Eamon his whole band <laughs> yeah they could they could always cut to those guys and his whole band talking about the plot and what's going right. on. I mean, he but, does but have, again, there you, is, he does again, that would kind game. of that. Yeah. Again, that kind of goes against the whole point of the adding in extra plot goes against the whole point of the game. I mean, it comes down to essentially, it, it comes down to essentially a disagreement over like what could be constitute as a show or a movie. I think you could have visuals for an hour and a half and people would watch it. But I again, mean, that's, yeah. that's, I, that. not, I think that would be, interesting i don't i don't think it'd be for everybody i don't think everyone would watch it i just think it'd be interesting enough that people would watch it and there would be people that like it again at this point yeah. that point though it is an art piece it's not really a movie i mean Sha- I, that's fine <laughs> shadow of colossus is like that was one of the first games in my mind that was like really heavily debated over whether or not it was a video game or whether it was art which is so dumb. i'm fine <laughs> i mean it is art it is a video game. It's I definitely it, a video game. It's definitely a video game, but that doesn't mean it's not art. I think it's... I mean, oh, it it's be both. both. It's yeah. both, I'm gonna for sure. And I think it's this. fine if people can... Yeah, we're going to go on this one more. I think it's fine <laughs> if, like, because the game had that argument, if a movie were to come out and it's basically an art house movie like that, and people argue over whether or not it's a movie or art, I think that would actually be really fitting for the game. So. I mean, yes. I think I think that's the most fitting thing you could do with it is that you go as art house as humanly possible. Um, because otherwise you'd be doing a disservice to, to just the nature of the story. Well, most video games shouldn't be movies anyways. Let's just that be, is let's be very real about true. that. Uh, excuse me, sir. Forward into the Dawn was great. <laughs> I know you're talking about it. Wait, wait. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo. Halo movie. Yeah. Are you guys ready yeah. to read some listener questions? We have a few for this game. Oh, boy, let's go. All right, first one from Daniel Jones. He said, what's the best Colossus, and why is it number 13? I think we kind of <laughs> touched that earlier, but I, I had to read it because it was funny. Yeah. Uh, Which one was 13 again? 13 uh, was, was, was the Sky Dragon. Yeah. yeah. The one that just oh, oh, yeah, the one. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, that was my favorite. It's up there. It's up there for sure. Uh, one, serene, he, for sure. See, the one thing he doesn't have is a big bushy beard. So I got <laughs> a big bushy beard. Sorry, that was a reference for one of the people that watch our show. I don't know if anyone else will get that. I did not. That's okay. <laughs> it's from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> oh, that's why I didn't get it. Shame. All right, I got another question from Owen Hobbs. Uh, another common idea about this game is that the clunking controls are either a huge flaw or the only, <laughs> or they only add to the feeling of being an normal person. <laughs> totally out of your league is it a bug or a feature yes yeah uh tune into the first hour of this podcast where DJ <laughs> and I argue over that. look i i i think it's both i honestly think it's both yeah. i think it's hugely frustrating um but also yeah it's it it absolutely does feel it, it feels like it fits it does feel like it fits for sure um but Boy, the PS4 when you're remake, trying to play this game in one week, <laughs> it's uh, it's a thorn in your side. I gotta say, I am impressed how well we've been doing so far with this. Yeah. So I think I, the problem, yeah. I, I think like not the problem. I think what happened with this game is just it's, it's genuinely a really great game. Like I did not oh, want to yeah. stop playing this. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is the first work of art we've ever reviewed. I had to borrow somebody's PlayStation Four for to, to play this game, and I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if they're getting it back. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that le speaks less about the game and more yeah. about. Just <laughs> yeah, I also you. really want to play Last of Us finally. Okay, I don't <laughs> own a PlayStation. I can't fucking play Last of Us. Come on, right. Naughty Dog. Uh, last question to read from a Fonzie, Fonzel or Fonzel Howard. Sorry uh, about that. If you listen to this, um, I heard a lot of people say the game would be better if there were trash mobs to kill on the way to Colossus. What oh, are your thoughts hell on no. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hell no, absolutely. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I agree. This game was did not need anything else like that. It, it yeah, was yeah, the that's a major yeah. strength of this game is that the only living things in this entire place are the Colossi. You do have, um, you get attacked by like three shadow monsters at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're Which, so like unimportant. You that you oh, yeah, yeah. In a cutscene. And again, yeah. it's, it's actually sort of a, a really beautiful like inversion of expectations mm. because you're like, oh, here are the mooks. Here are the guys that I'm going to be cutting down by the dozens yeah. throughout this game. And then he just sort of waves his sword at them and they disappear. <laughs> and then you never see them again. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just, yeah. they're just gone. Yeah. I Which think, yeah. I think if you want that, then this isn't a slight in any way. I think if you want that, then play Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game, and that's Breath kind of the of... Wild is this, but yeah. they put the mooks back in. Yeah, if you want that, yeah. play Breath of the Wild. That's Breath of the Wild. It's a fantastic game in its own yeah. right. This is not going for that feeling. Yeah. This is going for a very like isolated kind of introspective tone that you don't necessarily get in a game that's full of like you know hundreds of minions that you just cut down. Yeah, it's right. very because it tells a very simple oh not simple it tells a very close story and it's very much want you to feel the impact of what you're yeah. doing. Like, the I entire game, the yeah, this yeah. entire game feels so intimate. It's weird. 
this this entire game this is think about what you've done the game like your enemies are not faceless in this game you actually have to face your enemies see all their faces you stare into their fucking (laughs) black eyes i shot a lot of arrows and faces in this game didn't do anything but i still did anything now make that meme of the um the chick from NASA who took the picture, <laughs> she's freaking out with like a picture of Shadow of the Colossus on the screen. <laughs> Close up the eye. Uh, post that in Overblood. Somebody yeah. might. Somebody else do that, not me. <laughs> All right, should we start wrapping it up with Shelfer Box? Yeah, let's go. Thanks All right, so. I'm gonna go first since I picked this. This game. Can I mention before we oh, do? That, sure. Um, Take away my thunder. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to cut you off real quick. <laughs> uh, totally ruined the end of the show. Um, I, I should mention. Uh, some of the cut uh, Colossi as well, because some of them were really cool. Like, there was one that was a a spider, and it looked like God, it looked like one of the monsters from, like, The Mist. It was a giant spider that had, like, a, like a house almost on top of it. And the plan was, in order to kill it, you had to ride around on aggro and, like, slice its legs and it would fall. I think if you hit all six of them, it would, like, it would, like its legs would shatter and, like, it would collapse down on itself. I just thought that was like such a cool thing. I, I didn't realize that that was supposed to be in the game, and I really wish it was now. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, um, Stuart, that actually leads me to um, my idea for a new fe- feature on this show, which uh, <laughs> is very closely linked to uh, our other, you know, uh, critically acclaimed segment. <laughs> Uh, the very newly named uh, for all intents and porpoises, where we deal with the latest and greatest give, in whale facts. The real, the real reason I brought it up was to give yep. DJ an end to put in his whale facts. Yeah, <laughs> I was so, worried that we were um, going to get through the episode. So I'm them. going to uh, introduce a new feature on this show called the Whale Scale, uh, <laughs> where I grade uh, this week's game on its uh, portrayal of whales, or you know, it's other portrayal of whales. Yeah. Uh, there are no whales in this any game. Any and all species within infra order cetacea, of course. Um, so I... Uh, so with this game, with Shadow of the Colossus, I am unfortunately going to have to give it an F- minus uh, in terms of whale representation. Uh, no whales in this game, unfortunately. You have the perfect opportunity. You have a game full of massive creatures, right? A huge variety of creatures. You have serpents. You have... You know, worms, you have old men, uh, rams. There was horses. a catfish. I feel like it's you know, not a whale, but I feel like it should count for something. Not a single whale. Not a single whale in this game. Huge missed opportunity, F minus. What if they had had a like a giant whale skeleton? Like that would have been rad. A, would that have been? What, yeah, what, that would have that would have counted. What grade would that have gotten if it had like, uh, a, big, I, like if, a crate if dragon? It's, from if, Star it's Wars. A, if it's a giant whale skeleton that doesn't do anything mm. if it's just like in the background mm. um solid c c okay. minus yeah c minus <laughs> for a solid dork <laughs> sorry sorry go on let's just move on <laughs> all right all right are we done so we were our... saying <laughs> i can't put this game on the shelf because after finally playing it after god it's probably been 10 years yeah, i'm sure it's been over 10 years when less than the last time i played it and finally finished it definitely on the shelf i enjoyed it there were a couple bosses that made me swear at the game like that fucking little bull thing number <laughs> whatever hell number that was the one that i get the torch for i hated that guy but other than that i really enjoyed the game and if you, it it was great i had a great time definitely shelf okay uh, uh dj you want to go next yeah uh shelf shelf 
uh, this game is, you know, it's it's sort of. I don't think it made a huge splash back when it came out, but uh, these days it's regarded pretty universally as a masterpiece, and I absolutely agree with that. Um, it is just a beautiful, haunting game. It is perfectly designed for what it's supposed to be. Is there a lot of jank? Yeah. <laughs> is it frustrating to play? Yeah, sure is. Um, but also that doesn't take away from its uniqueness and what actually makes it great. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Shelf for sure. I think this game actually got like nines and tens across the board when it came out. <laughs> it didn't sell much though. Yeah. But it did, it did right. Well, um, Stuart, you want to go next since you started talking? Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I, sorry, I'm distracted because for some reason <laughs> when DJ started his whale facts, even though I was expecting it, I just Googled the word whale and left it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I just closed that tab. Um, All right, keep going without me. Stefan, yeah. go next. I got yes, one second. good. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, this is absolutely <laughs> going to be a shelf for me, though. I mean, this game, I love this game. It's an absolute crime that I haven't played Eco, um, considering, like, this is, this might be in, like, my top ten favorite games of all time. It's up there. I really enjoy everything about this. Just, like, the scale of it, the, like, coming across the first Colossus and it's just like this giant humanoid weird thing. And just like, it feels like it's so much bigger than you. It's such a great feeling that kind of is lacking in some games. Like some games really give you scale. Like, um, I want to say like there's a fight in Bayonetta that I just didn't like, it's a giant enemy, but I just didn't get the same feeling as coming across any Colossus in this game. Just the music mm -hmm. is fantastic. I love any game that lets me kind of explore and put pieces together in my like in my own mind and this game is a hundred percent that it is just like absolutely perfect in my mind i love it so much and i would highly recommend it it's going on my shelf immediately nice all right uh i'll take over hosting for just because i'm the first one to say it uh stefan what do you think <laughs> thank you uh Okay, so here's the thing. I have something I have to start with that's before my review of Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> so last week, I gave a bunch of shit to a game called uh, Star Wars Dark Forces. <laughs> and it was pretty bad. And I did put it in the box. But funny enough, come Monday, I caught myself playing it again. And <laughs> through the whole week... Uh, I just kept playing it again, so I'm just going to go ahead and renege on that, take Star Wars Dark Farces, Forces out of the box, Dark and put it, farces, and oh, put it on man. the Oh, man, so many banana peels. Yep. <laughs> so we have a retroactive uh, shelving here. Yep. But, the first, uh, the it, first retroactive shelving on the show. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help it. But um, when it comes to Shadow of the Colossus, uh, pretty much what everyone said, it is a damn work of art and being alone with only agro and uh and uh hanging out just exploring the land and then all of a sudden you're just running right into a huge colossus and you're in a scary environment you don't know how to take them down everything about those feelings being in that moment was just superb and very few games have ever given me that feeling especially uh, games of this this type that aren't like a horror game or something. So I, I really like Shadow of the Colossus, and the only reason I'm putting it in the box is just because, it to me, it felt like a game where 
you could play it once and that's all I needed from it. I, I love it, but I'm putting it in the box because I don't ever see myself personally going back to it. So, mm, I mean, there's, okay. nice. you know, put just throw out some different reasons why we use the box the way we do. And for me, that's just that's just one of the reasons. We only we only say the recycle bin for the really bad games like Fallout. Otherwise, box. Right. And Banjo. No, <laughs> Fallout I'm just is, is worth mentioning to the people listening to this show. Fallout is still on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> somebody will keep the dream alive. And um, uh, next thing we should say, DJ, do you want to say what game we're going to be playing next week? Yes. Okay. Get ready, guys, because we are going to be playing our first ever Pokemon game. That's right. We're playing Pokemon the trading card game. <laughs> we picked the one that everyone loves the most. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm super excited for this one. Uh, I've fun. actually... At this point, I've played through it twice. <laughs> of all the games we've played, this is the only one I've gotten addicted to. Like, this is bad. It's really bad, guys. <laughs> it's a good game. Like, oh, we should talk about that. But, no, I already beat it, too. I finished it up. So I'm I'm all set for next week's episode, too. Yeah, this is going to be Starting a fun one. Tuesday. Oh, and uh, one last thing I, I wanted to say. Um, thank every. Uh, we should probably start out. You guys ready to start the outro, then? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Or, I got a couple things I'm going to say as I started, right. but that's why. Uh, one thing I just want to say, I want to thank everyone for listening. This episode is not like our regular episode. Usually there's a lot more comedy. There's a lot more jokes. And, and this one I realized, like, we're just talking all seriously about this game. And there's not that many jokes. And I'm like, oh, this is different. Oh, like, don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to get your <laughs> fill on jokes next week, yeah. people. So I just want to, you know. So, again, that was that was Talking about just my, my this recent is the, uh, this is the Pokemon TCG addiction. <laughs> This was a definitely a different one, uh, but again, I just want to thank everybody for um, for listening to us. Um, you can find us on Facebook. I know I was gonna say. It. Thank you, you for follow. recording us, everybody. I hope you're all recording this as the audience because we uh, didn't. So yeah, Google's recording us. Yeah. Uh, but, You'll be on Podbean Live, whatever uh, you want us to be. And we're also on Instagram now. Finally, I finally made an Instagram account, and thanks to Stefan, we finally have an email address you can email us at. Yes, email, email us your questions, please. We want to have a lot of questions at the end of the show. Uh, Stefan, you want to tell us our email address? I'm trying to look it up real fast, or you remember? Uh, it's just simply gamesmymomfound at yahoo.com, and the password is... Hey, no, I'm hey. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so free, feel free to email us over some questions. Feel I'll free try to, to email check us. Um, yes. Otherwise, you'll find... you. And find us and I watch the entire Overblood Super Replay. I'm in a few different groups that you might have seen where I do. I will pop in and ask questions for the show every episode coming up on the Facebook page. We're constantly posting images. Not once I get the hang of Instagram, there should be a lot of pictures on there. <laughs> once I understand what the hell I'm doing. Um, but yes, yeah, so please follow us on every social media. Keep listening. And again, I yep. thank everyone that was here. And any guy, any uh, anything you guys want to plug? Uh, well, first of all, I want to thank Mike Stoney, a.k.a. Bulby, for the use of our fantastic theme song, The Cool Kids Squad, off of his EP, Bite the Bullet. Uh, you can find Mike on his SoundCloud or on his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bulby. Uh, he's got a lot of great stuff on there, including original stuff and 8- and 16-bit uh, video game covers. Just this week, he did an 8-bit remix of the uh, original Me channel theme on the Wii, which is hilarious and you should go listen to it right now all yes. right anything from Stuart or stefan uh nothing plug all right nothing yet. okay well thank everybody for listening and you guys have a wonderful night all uh, right bye everybody I'll go. I'll go.
I wish it was still open. The Smithsonian, the American Art Museum, the American like, the Smithsonian, actually had a uh, Art of Video Games exhibit, and Shadow Colossus was in there. Oh. I actually had it at the at my. You can keep this in. The, we're keeping this in the podcast. I actually yeah. had it at my uh, science museum. I went to about a couple of months ago. They had a bunch of games. That was one of the ones that I was looking at. I'm like I'm going to play that soon on the show. I might still have yes. a book somewhere. I've got. I it's bought really like cool their thing. exhibit book while I was there, and it's got all the like. Honestly, I should find the book because we should just go through every fucking game in that book. All right, you're still listening. Have a, have right. a great day, everybody. Yeah, yeah it's been two uh, hours. I'm editing all this. Uh, out. Bye, buddy. Shadow of the Colossus. Go to bed. It's late. <laughs> or I will find you. <laughs> I tell you to play Shadow of Colossus again. Go to I'll bed. Go. It's late. I'll go. I'll go. Look how Mike's still saying Argo. <laughs> <laughs> that was Stefan, but that was Argo. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs>